This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we are talking about the fastest way to lose weight, one of the best exercises I tested out for you. And uh, we'll be talking, ladies, a little sports bra, what works, what doesn't work, as well as how did somebody lose 100 pounds with an insanely changing schedule. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it thin. Not till you lie. thin. I want smaller thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. All right, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you are new to the show, just a reminder, I'm not a uh, not a doctor, not a trainer, uh, just some dude in the basement trying to lose weight like you, and I should remind you that you should ask your doctor if getting off your ass is good for you. If so, okay, <laughs> recommended by your doctor. Hope everything is going well. Today, I'm weighing in at 206.8. Now, as much as I know that's really 207, as much as I hated saying 207.2 and 207.4, because those were 2072, I'm saying it's 206.8, because it makes me feel better. And uh, I want to point you out to some things today that uh, I find very interesting. If you heard the new Arby's slogan, it's good mood food. It is for about, I don't know, a minute and a half. And then you have this feeling of, ugh, what did I eat? Some sort of, I don't know, brick with cheese on it. You know, watch out for that kind of shenanigans. I call shenanigans on you, Arby's. Shenanigans. It's ridiculous. So what we do on the show is I uh, talk about gadgets and stuff. Oh, by the way, the Strive. I'll be having a Strive come to me. They have said as soon as they get in stock, I will get one. This is the one. It's like, a, it's like a game and a pedometer all in one. You can find it by going to uh, LogicalLoss.com forward slash Strive. That's S-T-R-I-I-V. So it's Strive. No E at the end of that, by the way. Just S-T-R-I-I-V. And uh, they're going to send me one, which is very cool. And actually, uh, somebody on the forum said they got one. So I'm looking forward to uh, getting kind of that review. You can go out to the website, by the way. We have a click on the button right now. It says send voicemail. You can call in your comments. It's toll-free, 888-563-3228. And you can email me, Dave, at LogicalLoss.com. But we find articles like this one, and I go, hey, you know what? This is kind of interesting. If somebody said, what's the number one way to melt fat from Jacqueline Emmerich at Self Magazine? What would you say it is? 
And you, you look at it and you go, no, that can't be right. And then that I, I, I dare you. I double dog dare you to do this. You ready for what it is? And it's true. Jumping rope is the calorie zapper, according to Jacqueline, that you should, shouldn't skip. It incinerates a hundred calories in fewer than eight minutes. So if you have no time to exercise, just start jumping. Jump around. Jump, 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 jump around. Right? Um, I got to find that song now. Um, she says, when it comes to cardio, nothing burns better than jumping rope. And it tones head to toe, says Gerald Calvo, who's the group fitness manager of Equanix in New York City and creator of its rope burn class. Fine tune your form with his tips and then hop it up for five minutes for a warm-up, 20 minutes for a full cardio session, and 30 seconds between strength sets to drop pounds by leaps and bounds. Can you imagine jumping rope for 20 minutes? I can't imagine jumping rope for 20 seconds at this point. He says, uh, for the 20-minute jump rope routine, uh, keep your neck relaxed and gaze ahead. Resist the urge to look at your feet to keep spine aligned. I'm sorry, i got to look at my feet, otherwise I'm going to be tripping all over that rope. Uh, lift chest and shoulders to avoid hunching, which can also strain the back. So you need proper form. And then square off. Hold your elbows at your sides, uh, bent 90 degrees with arms slightly forward, palms up. For smooth turns, it's all on the wrist. Rotate your hands, not your arm, in small circles. Contracting uh, shoulders, triceps, and biceps throughout will help you control your revolutions and sculpt your arms. My problem is finding a room. Because if I jump rope upstairs, I feel like I'm going to fall into the basement. And down in the basement, it's uh, it's not enough room. So maybe the next time you're at your gym, uh, grab a jump rope. Um, for your core, engage ab muscles that entire the entire time. A tight middle helps you maintain proper posture and stability, protecting your lower back and knees, and it will help tone your tummy. And then stick the landing. Jump on the balls of your feet. Um, heels should never hit. Uh, bringing toes only one inch off the floor. Um, shoot for a quiet landing with soft knees to ease the impact. Uh, wear cross trainers with extra cushing and a sports bra to band the bounce. Okay, some more tips in terms of jump roping. Get the best fit. Uh, lassoing the right size rope is key for a smooth swing. For the ideal length, most are about 9 to 11 feet long. Stand on the center and pull up both ends and the handle should hit at the armpits. The handle should hit the arm. Okay. So you're standing on it. The handle should come up to your armpits. Um, if it's too long, tie a knot at each end. If it's too short, swap skippers. Swap skippers? What does that mean? Anyway, know the ropes. Pinpoint the perfect type for your skill level and jump off the jiggle. Oh, they're just, I hate all the, you know, jump off the jiggle. For newbies, uh, plastic beads on the harbinger rope make a sound when they hit the ground. Time jumps to clink to the clink of the links. Oh, please, enough. Um, for endurance, a boxer's go-to is a leather rope. It's heavy, so it punches up intensity. Those are about $18 each. Um, for tricksters, ball bearings in the handles and slick rubber material of the deluxe speed rope ensure that spinning is quickly, and uh, those are about $11. So if you've got a place to jump rope and you're looking to burn calories, you know, it could be fun. I could see doing that to music and things like that. So um, it's like I said, just pretend. 
You know, here, let's let's do this for, for a minute. All right, if I just uh, move the microphone, all right? If I do the microphone here, let me look at my watch. I'm going to jump. I'm just going to jump an inch off the ground for 60 seconds, starting in uh, five, four, three. Oh, I can't see my handle. All right, and jump. So I'm jumping, which my neighbors or my people in my house are probably going, what do you mean? So I don't have a rope. I'm not swinging my arms. I guess I could pretend like I am. Are you doing this with me? Because we've only been doing this for 40 seconds. And we got another 40 to go. Remember, land on your toes. Your heels shouldn't be hidden. I feel like, uh, do you remember um, Ed Grimley? You could do the little Ed Grimley dance while you're doing this. Like I was playing the triangle, I must say. All these people going, Ed who? What's an Ed Grimley? We've got 15 seconds to go. And I'm definitely feeling this in my calves. The problem is I'm, I'm, I wasn't following the right posture because I'm looking at my watch. All right, and stop. I am feeling that in my butt. I am feeling it in my calves. I am feeling it in my thighs. I am depressed because I can feel my back fat jiggling. And I'm out of breath. Yeah, I agree. Jumping rope, even if you have an invisible rope. If I did that for 20 minutes, I'd be sweating. Give it a shot. All right, since we were talking about banning the uh, the bounce, I'm going to talk about something I know nothing about. <laughs> and that is sports bras. Uh, this is an article, because I thought about this, you know? It, we're trying to tell people to get in shape, and you're like, Dave, I can't. I'll, you know, of course, the old standard default line is I'll, you know, get black eyes, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, this is from Barry Lieberman. And uh, it's from Self Magazine. And it says, the best sports bra for big bus. And uh, do they make small, I mean, kind of like, you know, do they make an A-cup sports bra? I don't I don't understand the concept of that. Again, without having, well, I do have breasts. I'm actually working on about an A-cup at this point. But they point out the, I'm going to say it's panache, P-A-N-A-C-H-E. I have no idea says it's a British band brand, excuse me, a British brand that specializes in lingerie for larger cup sizes and they've recently applied their big bus technology to the sportier side of bras with the sports bra by Panache. It claims to reduce the bounce by 83% in all directions. So apparently they they tested these out. So if you're a dude right now and you're like going seriously, besides the fact that we're talking about boobs which in general, is is a typically a, a one of men's favorites, uh, you know, topics. But um, you know, you may not get a lot out of this unless you're going to buy one for your wife. But uh, the fit, they say, currently most sports. Here's the bad thing: I can't read, especially when I'm out of breath. Most sports bras for larger cup sizes rely on compression as the means of reducing bounce, which results in unflattering, flattened uniboob, uniboob look. However, Panache uses 
encapsulation, meaning each breast is separately supported for a super flattening look. So super flat, I'm sorry, for a super flattering, big difference between super flattering and super flattening. Anything's better than uniboob. Um, now, in the, it says here, TMI alert, when wearing this bra, my chest, apparently Barry is a, a woman in this case. Okay, when wearing this bra, my chest looked phenomenal. It hugged in all the right places, created a little lift, so my girls looked perky, all without being too tight in the straps or back, and the neckline was a perfect height. Not too much cleavage, but not up to my neck either. Uh, plus, the bra design is really cute. Well, <laughs> is there such a thing as an ugly bra? Um, it comes in fun colors, like the purple above. I'll put a link out to this in the shirt. That's not purple. That's gray. Um, so you don't have to fret about looking frumpy if you dare to rock a Sans t-shirt look. The test. I can't give a statistic on bounce reduction, but wearing this one bra felt more supportive during my sprints than most double bras I've sported before. It has underwire that's wrapped in silicone sewn between fabric layers, which means you won't feel them at all. Overall, I loved how the bra was supportive and flattering without feeling like I was constricting uh, my breathing. The Stat Sports Bra by Panache sizes 28 to 40 D through H is $68. says available at Nordstrom, um, and it lists a whole bunch of other places. I'll see if, uh, if it's available at Amazon. I'll put a link out on the website. And uh, so that's one. Then she also went through the Under Armour's Under Armour I guess is how this is. Armour bra. A-R-M-O-U-R. Are they, are they trying to be cute there? Anyway, this is more of a bra system than single sports bra, so alert your smaller-chested friends that they too can take advantage of the new Armour bra. That's how I'm pronouncing it. Amour. Probably Amour. Set to debut on February 25th, which is today. How it works under Amour under Amore has developed a color-coded sports bra system based on cup size, and each bra is tailored and designed to support and address each cup's unique issues. There's just, I'm so not aware of, uh, of this world. The fit. One major issue facing sports bra is the strap style, and to address this, the Amore bra features different styles for different cups. For example, while smaller chests can use a crossback style, the larger cups utilize an adjustable over-the-shoulder wider strap design similar to regular bras to help deal with bounce. Um, it took everything I had to not say over-the-shoulder boulder holder. That would be inappropriate. Uh, major plus. Even when worn extra tight, the supportive strap... I'm such a third grader. Major plus. Even when worn extra tight, the supportive straps don't dig. Each size featured a gel back closure and mesh ventilation in strategic spots, like between the breasts. The bra brand is snug without being crazy tight, and because straps are adjustable, you can create a perky chest that's supported without worrying about whether you have dreaded back fat or the, yep, as before mentioned, uniboob. That should be like a name of a TV show or, or band or something. This Friday, Uniboob. The test. She said, I tested the sports bra during the editor's preview event last year, which included a drenched workout by swoon-worthy trainer Keone Hudoba. Keone Hudoba. 
Wow. And I've been wearing it ever since. The flat seams uh, create support under, under, between, and along the side of the breast, creating an underwire-like effect without actually using underwire, and it's anti-chafing. The black bra looks super sleek by itself and looks great under almost any workout top. My only concern is that I wish the scoop neckline was about a half inch to an inch higher. If you're wearing plunging neckline tops, be prepared for some cleavage. Might not like we're used to that uh, issue, though. The Armour bra under Armour is about 58 bucks. Are you kidding me? I don't know why I thought like a bra was like 13 bucks or something. It just doesn't seem like there's, you know what I mean? It's not like a pair of pants. All right. Um, one more review of a bra. When I asked my uh, followers on Twitter, at uh, if you want to follow her, it's B-A-R-I Lieberman, L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. For their favorite bust-approved sports bra, there was an overwhelming outpour of the uh, Enel sports bra. And that they were the only ones in the past issue of Self the champion of sexy curves, Christina Hendricks, touted the NL sports bra, saying it's strong and sexy, and I feel like a superhero in it. Plus, celeb trainer Kathy Culler is listed as a fan of the brand on its website. The fit, the 11 hook and eyes on the front makes putting the bra on a bit of a process. But on the flip side, it makes it super easy and comfortable to remove the bra after a sweaty workout. The design is part encapsulation, part compression, so the bra band... Felt a bit tight, but a snug fit is preferred according to their fit tips. The nylon lycra fabric blends blend has a silky look and is soft against the skin. When designing for larger chest, uh, performance trumps design, and my only gripe with this bra is the extra high neckline, which is designed, which is a design feature to help stabilize control motion. Um, you know the breast. Make sure they don't bounce around. It is visible under most workout tops. Also, be sure to consult the sizing guide when ordering because the straps are not adjustable. Now, the test. The reinforced panels and full coverage uh, cross-strap back design felt supportive and snug without being compressing, and my chest didn't feel achy after an intense jump roping session. Note the full coverage design also creates a smooth back and no side boob. We have to worry about side boob? What is this world? I feel like I've, I'm Captain Kirk on a different planet. I'm dating myself. People are like, Captain who? Picard? Anyway, I would definitely recommend this pick for athletes' uh, activities. Um, the Enel Sport is designed for high-impact activities and recently released the Enel Light. It's meant to be a sports bra for well-endowed women for low- to medium-impact activities. The sizes come in 32C to 52DD, ranges from 64 to $66. Are you kidding me for a bra? It's available at enel.com and retailers nationwide. Other favorites include Lulu, Lulu Lemons, Tata Tamer. I'm not making that up. L-U-L-U Lemon, Lulu Lemons, Tata Tamer at $58. CX, CW-X Extra Support Bra is $65. And Nike's Victor, Victory Adjust X-Back at $55. If these picks aren't your style or price range, when shopping for a sports bra, look for encapsulation style, wide cushion straps to help redistribute the weight, um, less stretch fabric, and wider rib brands. I'm sorry, wider rib bands to help secure the bra. Uh, Bounce Guru and 
adjunct professor of exercise and sports science, Legion Lawson, uh, told Self. That's a mouthful. So there you go, ladies. Hope you enjoyed that. And if you have any suggestions for uh, avoiding uniboob while you're uh, keeping things in check, uh, feel free to leave a comment out at the website at LogicalLoss.com. All right, next up, we have uh, our last story here is how to lose 100 pounds on a crazy schedule. This is from this is from Spark People, written by Robert Wadhams. And he says, uh, I do not live in a perfect world where everything falls into place inside the boxes and lines of my daily planner. Few of us do. So many of us can relate to the day-to-day chaos that requires quick decisions made in the heat of battle. I don't keep the same schedule for more than a day at a time. Oh, I'm sorry, for more than seven days at a time. My mouse was in the way. Just as soon as I adjusted uh, the day shift, I rotate to midnight shift, then afternoons, then back again. It seems like I just, as soon as I adjust to regain my balance, then I only have to opt in again. He says, many of us can tell a similar story. Maybe you or someone constantly devoting your time to care and nurture of others. And maybe you're on the road a lot. Every person has a unique set of challenges that seems to just get in the way of their goals. So how did I do it? How did I manage to overcome at least, I mean, I just cannot read today. How did I manage to overcome all of that, lose 100 pounds, and train for a marathon? It's easy. This guy is Superman, apparently. My name is Clark Kent. Now, these are my top must-dos to gain traction on a demanding schedule. Number one. The first thing I had to do was realize that although I was in a tough situation, I still had control over some things. The key for me was to separate the things that I could not control from the things that I could, writing it out on paper if necessary to see it more clearly. That way, I was not wasting energy wallowing in anxiety and was able to focus on the things I did have control over. I had to identify windows of opportunity and then exploit them. If that window was only 15 minutes, well, then I could make it a good 15 minutes and pat myself on the back for a job well done. You can feel a lot of resentment towards work and life in general if you feel like you are totally controlled by your schedule. Focusing on what you can do rather than what you can't will really help you gain a more positive mindset. Number two. Success in the insanity that is loosely defined as life is a matter of commitment over perfection. All or nothing has no place in losing weight and getting fit on a demanding schedule. Maintaining momentum is the most important thing. Momentum under undergirds? Is that really a word? U-N-D-E-R-G-I-R-D-S. There's the word of the day, undergirds. That sounds like something you wore back in the 20s. My grandma would put on her undergird. Anyway, maintaining momentum is the most important thing. Momentum undergirds motivation. Momentum undergirds motivation. So in other words, I'm going to take that as trumps. Anyway, without momentum, all the fitness equipment, gym memberships, and other tools are null and void. Momentum is created by simple Commitment. Don't wait for a feeling before acting. It will never come. 
So his point there is you, you can't just go, if I can't do it, if I can't, it's that whole brain crack thing again, right? If I can't do it perfect, I'm not going to do it at all. Mm-mm. He says, commitment, do what you can. Goal cards. We've talked about goals a lot on this show. I used four by six index cards folded in half uh, like a book. On the front, I put my daily goals and on the inside, my exercise and food log. Keeping a continual food diary is awesome, especially for troubleshooting problems, but keeping it on an individual card that I kept in my pocket and refer to it often keeps my goal in there in the here and now. He says, I ask myself, what do I want this card to look like at the end of the day? What if someone were going to review it? I look at it at the end of the day, pat myself on the back for a job well done, or forgive the goof-ups, and then I toss it. The day is over along with its successes or failures, and I don't dwell on yesterday's failings. I focus on today. I like that one. Uh, Your long-term success depends on how you wind up at the end of the day, not two weeks from now and certainly not someday. Frustration results when what you are doing does not line up with the direction you feel you should be taking in your heart. Even if life gets in the way, making small steps towards what you feel is important is a big morale booster. Every day is another chance to get it right by putting out small goals every day or as much as possible and working toward them, you will feel more in control. The main thing is to keep the momentum going in the chaotic, rough patches that are sure to come. Number four, and we have eight of these. So we're about halfway there. This is how this guy lost 100 pounds with a chaotic schedule. It says, when I first started my weight loss journey, I had to exercise. Um, I had to make exercise feel like an easy option. If you don't make it easy for yourself, you probably won't do it. For example, when I, I was on my 7 to midnight shift where I was a zombie, he says, I got my workout clothes laid out and my bike or treadmill set up. All I had to do was just wander down the hall, slide into my clothes, hop on. It doesn't sound like much, but when your mind is a fuzzy mess, it makes all the difference in the world until your blood starts pumping and you can think again. I've done this now with uh, with my workout bag. When I get home, I empty it and fill it full of stuff, and then I throw it in the car. That way, if I'm thinking, oh, I need to go home and then go to the gym, mm-mm, I've eliminated that go home part because that go home sabotages me many, many times because I'll go to the gym right after this and that that doesn't work. Number five, I had to learn to expect the unexpected. It is a must to make a mental list of emergency go-to strategies that you can turn to when life gets in the way and you have to think on your feet. He says, for the shift worker, this is almost all the time. It takes time to get in the routine of making consistently healthy choices in the face of life's hurdles. Be patient with yourself and keep researching and experimenting. Only you can craft a plan that will fit you. Always research your options. Number six, he says, changing your dietary routine is like jumping from one speeding train into ongoing to another ongoing in the opposite direction. From day one, your decisions are typically made on the go. This is where consistency rules over perfection. There's no reasonable way you or I uh, are going to undo years of bad choices or deprogram ourselves from the ingrained unhealthy routine in just a few weeks or months anymore that we can dump out a puzzle and have it all fall together into the big picture on the cover. He says, so what worked for me was to start with foods I was already familiar with and found ways to make them more healthy. I didn't do anything too extreme or exotic. My plan wasn't perfect, but it was a good start. 
For me, starting where I was and making healthier substitutions as I got more educated was the way to go. Nothing is more stressful than taking the core of your daily routine and turning it on its ear, especially when your schedule is not forgiving. Slow changes are far more lasting, and it takes a lot of committed effort to hone your routine to a sharp, effective edge. Number seven, he says, I treat my exercise routine like a second job, not something that is done in between the commercials of life. At work, I punch in if uh, if I didn't feel... At work, I punch in if I don't feel like it, and if I'm having a bad day or am just sagging or dragging, my duty to my job isn't up for negotiation and neither is my exercise routine. It has to be that way for me to succeed. Exercise is a survival. It's not a hobby. Treated as such. I did that this week. Didn't want to exercise. Went to the gym. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. I kind of mailed it in, but I did it. I went there and I was I was happy that I didn't blow it off. All right. Number eight. When training for an athletic event, you know, which has an on-demand, you know, it ha- when you have a demanding schedule and you're trying to train for this stuff, consider this. Uh, divide your training into blocks. Identify blocks of time that you can devote to training and make it happen. Don't condemn yourself for lapses in time that are beyond your control. Unfortunately, it is next to impossible for a shift worker to follow every square on a training schedule. Like the picture on a frozen dinner that says, Serving Suggestion, I had to take my training schedule and treat it as a basic outline and do the best I could. It doesn't pay out to put yourself through anxious thoughts of, oh my goodness, I missed week three, day two of training. What will I do? He says, if you're on a 12-week running program, give yourself more than 12 weeks before you even, um, before your event, just in case you're, you experience a, a life-induced lapse. Don't ever double up on training or do extra miles. There's no making up for lost time. That is the fast track to injury when you try to overdo it. On days you miss a scheduled training session, focus on diet. Every time you sit down to eat, you are training. You always have control over what to put in your mouth. To get nutri- to get good nutrition is just an important it's just as important as getting in that long run. Healthy eating is training, and you can do that on any shift. He says that helped me eliminate a lot of my frustration over an irregular training schedule. So that is a big key. You know, know what you can and cannot control. And how's that thing go? And know, you know, the the uh, wisdom to know the difference between the two. So that is going to do it for this edition of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. And uh, ladies, again, hope you enjoyed the bra talk. <laughs> You know, leave your comments out there. What are you doing? Are, are you on a, a good slope? I'm feeling right now. I'm I'm happy that I am. Uh, I am not losing as weight as as fast as I, I had hoped. But um, I had a, a couple rough weeks, and the fact that I came out really ever so slightly on the the lighter side, I'm happy with that. Uh, I'm actually going out of town this week, so that actually gives me a chance to to exercise a little more, and. Uh, I hope to see you thinner the next time we get back together. Thanks for listening. If you would like to support this show, go out to LogicalLoss.com forward slash support. Thanks for listening. And let me leave you with my favorite Julian Michaels quote, which is, of course, why are you choosing failure when success is still an option? 
Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you lie. thin. I won't swallow thighs thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise.